Good evening, everyone. Welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. Hello, I'm Caroline. I'm doing this show with a lot of passion and enthusiast attitude, as you know me. Yeah, so happy to to see you, to to meet you, and um, to have a wonderful guest tonight. So I will bring in the screen in a moment. Dane Neve. Yes, I'm so excited because this is a multidisciplinary artist. He does so much stuff. He's so artsy. So it's so cool to have him on the show. And he's in Hawaii. So we connect multi-time zone at the same time. So cool. So I just before we go into the interview, I want to invite you, as I always say, I do a little commercial before the interview. It's our Patreon. So if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of resource for puppeteers to know more about a lot of stuff about the job, like building, streaming, uh, promotion, marketing, how to make our work out there, make it known. So have a look on this. You have a lot of stuff and it's our way to, to give back to the community as we do this podcast. So this is our commercial. So feel free to watch our website and subscribe and share those interviews as you watch it because it's, it's really fun to share puppetry with people all around the world. So yeah, here tonight, this afternoon, depends where you are, we get the chance to connect with Hawaii. So ladies and gentlemen, drum roll for the wonderful Dane. Hi, thank you so much for having me on this show. Um, I, I know that you interview so many great, talented people all over the world, and I'm so honored to, to be a part of this. So thank you so much. Yes, and it's yeah. so funny how it's a small world because people recommend, oh, you must interview Dane. And yes, yeah, so cool to have you on the show. Yeah, that shout out to uh, Eddie Horn, aka Sunny Vegas, for the recommendation. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. So, then I always ask the puppeteer to introduce himself, to talk to the community, and just tell us from where you are, how you fall into puppetry. Sure. Uh, so, my name is Dane Nevis, um, born and raised, and continue to live in Hawaii, uh, the island of Oahu. Um, I, my background is in film. So I went to film school. I went to the University of Hawaii and I did the film school over there. And um, <clears throat> before that, I was dabbling into puppetry just as a fun thing. I was a huge fan of like Muppets and um, Star Wars. So um, I liked, you know, just playing around with whatever dolls and puppets I had around the house and, you know, just putting on like funny shows for my family and my friends at school and stuff like that. But in film school, I made a rule for myself. Every single one of my creative film projects is going to feature a puppet of some sort so I can, you know, stand out from my other peers. Um, so basically since then, which was uh, like 2006, 2007, every single one of my major film projects have had a puppet in it of some sort. So, so that, and now we're here. Yeah. yeah, that's make it special to have a puppet in each one. That's so cool. And I want to talk to the audience just a minute. So if you have a question during the interview for Dane people, feel free to write it down just below. And uh, yes, we have people watching 
from Honduras right and here from Mexico. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so cool. So are you ready, Dane, for the big question of the Puppet Podcast? Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. Bring it. The first yeah. is why. Like it's always what makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? Okay, so when I was a kid, I've always wanted to be an animator, like working for Disney, drawing animations and stuff. But I mean, I could draw okay, but um, it's for me, it's so much easier and it's so much rewarding to take a puppet and turn that into, you know, you know, a character, make a character out of it, as opposed to painstakingly having to draw frame by frame, having to color animation stuff. So, um, so I really appreciate having puppets like these, like these characters to bring to life. Um, and it's just so charming. And, and um, I prefer this medium over animation. And don't get me wrong, animation is great. But for me, this, this is the way to go to, to bring characters to life. It's so cool. You're not the first to make the parallel with animation and puppetry. It's it's really connected. I feel it's animate the unanimate. So it just bring me. I want to ask you your definition of a puppet in your own word. How you define this art? You're taking a fictional inanimate object and giving it life. You know, you're you're. It's something that um, you. It's a tool you use to tell a story. Um, and it's basically, yeah, it's whether it's a, a, a in the form of a human or a lunchbox or a pizza, you know, you're, it's a, it's some, it's an inanimate object that you're using to tell a story. Yeah, that's so great. I, I always like to have like the nuance as you are also from film, you have the, the attention on, on the story. It's really important mm -hmm. that the story is the main purpose of what you do in art. Yes, thank so, you. <laughs> yeah, I love that aspect. And I want to ask you if you have a crush moment, do you have like those anecdotes of like you, you get this aspect of someone you see doing the job or a show at the TV that you get the, oh, okay, I want to do this. Yes, and it's something that, I wish I, I wish I was in this industry to do it, but um, it was when I first saw Jurassic Park um, in 1993. I was like six years old. I saw the T-Rex scene in the rain, and I know some of it was CGI, and but a lot of it was puppetry, and it was just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh wow, I need to, I want to do something like this. So yes, it was Jurassic Park seeing the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex come alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And and it's film also. It's connect to, to your film career. I want to ask you, yeah. it's a bit out of the, the script, but how you feel like the movie uh, training and background as a field of study influence your practice in puppetry? Um, I think... As a, as a film and television puppeteer, you need to be aware of certain film fundamentals, you know, like how a shot is framed, how camera movement works, how to move within the camera. So um, yeah, I think film really helps myself as a puppeteer performing for a film and television. Um, and yeah. 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 That's so cool. And, and for uh, advice of, 
others. And just by the way, we have we have Toy Box we're watching, and yeah, we'll just oh hey those. yeah yeah I and, follow Toy Box yeah. yeah and Kuka TV yeah so cool to to have you you all there. I I want to ask you this as an like what would be the advice that you give to someone as the best field of study to become a puppeteer? Well, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten answers like, you know, theater, acting and stuff like that. But I would actually recommend um, if you are interested in doing puppetry for film and television is to at least take some classes uh, in regard in relation to film. Uh, like a video production class or cinematography class, something like that, just so that you can understand the opposite end, you know, the behind the scenes things, so how to how to direct an actor, how to set up a, sh a camera shot, um, how, to, how to work with lighting, how to work with audio. All of these techniques are really helpful as a puppet performer in the television and film industry. Yeah, and and how you you put the line like because we were talking before the interview of the builder and the performer. So mm -hmm. you as also a film direct director, how you 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 say okay, I go to do like do you also build a bit or it's not part of your field? So I like to tell people I'm a pilot, but I don't build my own airplanes. Um, Uh, so I actually do outsource the building to um, some people that I know. Um, the two puppeteer, the two puppet builders that I frequently work with are Eddie Horn, which you've had on your show previously, yeah. and Jared Boucher, who um, is a puppet builder who lives in Australia. So um, those two folks I, I work with frequently. And what I do is I, for let's let's say I'm I'm about to make a short film of my own. I write the script first. I don't think about what, okay, so is this puppet gonna have moving eyes? Is this yeah. gonna be a glove puppet or a, a, a rod puppet? I don't think of that first. I write the script and then I allow that to kind of dictate how the puppet is built. And yeah, we go through, you know, we do sketches, we do descriptions and we kind of go do a little back and forth. But um, yeah, so basically I the character is created first before any limitations are put onto it, if that makes any sense. I like that you use the limitation, like you, it, no limitation first, just put the Not possibility and after you, you have the, the square yeah. around. Yeah, that's the way to go, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And I want to know in your perception, because I'm asking all the people from all over, do you feel puppetry is in an ascension, is getting more popular right now or not? What is your opinion on that? Um, I would argue that it actually is getting way more popular than it was, at least when I was a kid. Um, there's so many sh TV shows like on Netflix and there's like a new one on Nickelodeon that just came out and tons of um, social media people. There's like, there's a whole community on TikTok where they just do puppet TikTok videos. And it's, it's just because of the whole, you know, digital age and social media, it's so easy to get these kind of weird characters out there. And so, yeah, it's, I think the puppet industry is, is booming because of that. So, yeah. I want to ask you also about you because yeah, we, we observe as artists, we observe the world. We, we, we have our opinion towards it. I, I want to know your goal for the future. Like, do you have a purpose you want to achieve with puppetry in the future? Well, um, 
I feel that I'm sort of getting there with my goal. Um, so like I said, I'm from Hawaii and there aren't, the puppeteers here are few and far between. Um, and I kind of want to bring a little bit more attention to Hawaii with my puppetry and my films. So um, if you take a look at my YouTube channel, um, you'll see that all of my films take place in Hawaii and it's about some kind of, um, there is a lot of Hawaii in each of those films. So by bringing attention to our culture, our society here in Hawaii, um, by using puppets as tools for that, um, I just, I just want to get that kind of awareness. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is so great because I feel puppetry is really also a tools to bring attention and bring awareness. So mm -hmm. for you, how you, what angle you, you take to present maybe your culture, your, your like with puppet. You have a yeah. Um, so actually my newest film, which is a documentary called parental guidance suggested. This is a great example of what you're asking. Um, this, I used puppets in that as a tool to, to create a conversation between parents and um, their gay children. So uh, it's, it's a, the documentary features these two puppets, which are a mom and a dad, and they're asking the difficult questions. They're asking questions, you know, uh, what do I do now that my, if my child is, has just come out as LGBT um, and I have, um, some celebrities from Hawaii kind of answering them and kind of guiding them on this journey to better understand their children. So that was, so yeah, the, that film has been through um, a bunch of film festivals and I'm going to be putting it online later this year. But yeah, it's a great example of how puppets are used as tools to kind of expand our minds and the yeah. betterment of society in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. You can address like deep subject with this art as it's, it's out of the world and yeah and yeah. we have toy who say yeah i want to go to puppet show in hawaii so cool toy yeah we and used to have more we used to have more puppet shows in hawaii um as far really? as live theater goes it's very we i mean we had an avenue a local avenue q performance oh, yeah. but there aren't any there aren't a lot of consistent live puppetry shows here um unfortunately yeah but one day one day i hope we'll have more yeah <laughs> yeah and also in specific time like like we are right now it's it's really another another subject but that's, that's yeah, we right. want to, yeah to have more and more I, and um, i guess what i'm saying is i wish more i wish there were more local um puppet shows mm -hmm. like there we get a lot of like traveling shows that come through um but it's it's only like one or two nights and then they're gone right but yeah yeah and we have a good question from from toy who asked this does hawaii actually have a puppetry program at the university yes there are um there are a few classes um that you take at the university of specifically for puppetry but it's not um it's not like a standalone uh what do you call it? uh work a field of study there yeah. yeah it's some courses that that mm -hmm. student could take right right okay yeah. good yeah so toy maybe you could be a a good teacher <laughs> is is a great puppeteer just behind this makeup there okay yeah so um so i want to ask you where do you see puppetry in 10 years 
dang, do you have like a vision like where we will go? You were talking about CGI with Jurassic Park at the beginning. Yeah. Where we go? I think we're on the right track as far as like film and television, but I would actually like to see more uh, multimedia puppetry. Um, I, I've seen some like talent shows where they do electric puppetry where they have, you know, it's it's complete black and they have these LED lights over oh, yeah. them and they're performing, um, they're performing that to music and stuff. But I would like to see more of that in like your typical concerts or raves or like live, more live performances that integrate more multimedia of uh, with puppetry. So that would be, that would be super cool, I think. Yeah, out of the box, like to go to reach more audience out of the, yeah. the theater and, and yes, be in, in the street all over the place. I totally right. agree. Right. Yeah. Yay. And then um, I want to ask you, you have wonderful puppets in your background. I want yes. to know more about those guys. <laughs> um, so this is uh, a clone of myself. The, <laughs> our hair is a little different now, but um, yeah, so this, both of these puppets were made by Jared Boucher. Um, and um, this puppet was used in um, several projects of mine. Um, I did a music album and I, I did, I, my goal was to make one music video for each of those, for each of the songs on that album. So um, he was, he was in all of those music videos. Um, he was in a, sta a stage play called, uh, it was the Pele Awards, which is kind of like the Academy Awards for our local advertising industry. So oh. he was the star of that stage musical. <laughs> and um, I, I did a um, three season web series with him called Not Another Puppet Show. And all of that is on my, uh, my YouTube channel. <clears throat> And this right here is my newest puppet. This is Lonesome the Ghost. He hosts a uh, web series where he interviews various artists, professionals, um, hobbyists about surviving the new paranormal. You know how people say the new normal, but he's a ghost, so it's the new paranormal. Okay. Um, so yeah. So we're uh, so these are these are my two newest. Uh, personal puppet creations here. Um, both of them built by Jarrett Boucher. Yeah. yeah, and I'm curious about this YouTube channel you were talking about because as the podcast, we always ask um, how to build a channel, where, where this passion for online streaming come for you. I want to know a bit more on, on that. Uh, so my, my YouTube channel is basically my resume. It has all of my uh past films it has a bunch of web series and just a bunch of like random videos too but um yeah you can pr pr pretty much see my entire body of work on this youtube channel which is youtube.com slash dane nevis um if you forget how to spell my last name it's seven spelled backwards <laughs> that's helpful at all but yeah um definitely check it out there's plenty there's at least five six there's at least 10 years of content of mine on on this YouTube channel, and most of it has puppets in it. Yeah. Yes, it's so great, and um, I I just want to to know as an artist, I do you call yourself a multidisciplinary artist as you do many kind of art form? I just want to know the wording as you call you. Uh, I I just introduce myself as a filmmaker because you yeah. know that's that's my background. Um, 
I guess it depends on who is asking and what for. So if <laughs> they're asking for, you know, a performance, yeah, I'm a puppeteer. Or or they, if they ask, oh, we need some music. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a composer. So it's basically how how and why they're asking. Yeah. That's such a good advice. Like like who asked and you answer. Yeah. <laughs> who asked? Right. Who is yeah. asking? That's so cool. We have a question like for from the audience and feel free people to write it down. We have William who asks uh, which style do you prefer? Live performance puppetry or lip sync puppetry performance? So that's a good question, William. Well, um so when we say live performance as in as if you're performing for a live audience, I actually that's actually low on my list of preferences. Oh. I'm actually I don't think I'm a very good improviser. Um, mm. So uh, I prefer performing for television for film and television, um, not lip synced, but live in that sense where I'm actually my voice is being recorded as I'm performing the puppet. So I I, I prefer that style. Uh huh. Yeah. That's interesting. And do you have a, a dream project with that kind of art, like doing the lips at the same time? Do you feel it, it's it's like technically sometimes it could be difficult with the sound or for you, do you have like a dream, dream uh, for that? I don't think it's necessarily difficult um, for me. I mean, my arm hurts sometimes, but uh, that's about it. I, I actually really love doing it. And I would, yeah, I would love to do, I would love to be a performer on a um, like a, a a film or when I'm I, I guess I I've been I've done puppetry for commercials and other people's mm. films but doing like a Hollywood movie that would be super cool yeah yeah and do you prefer directing or be directed by a, a director um, if I'm operating a puppet I prefer to be the performer um, if I'm not then yeah I definitely prefer to be behind the camera um, yeah. Yeah, so cool. And and then if people want to see more of your work, like you talk about your YouTube channel, but do you have a website, a social media that we can go and reach you? Yeah, uh, I, I do have a website, danenevis.com. Um, it's got links to all of the, uh, the films that I mentioned. It's also got some samples of my photography and whatnot. Um, I also have an Instagram spoiler film spoiler like uh, movie spoilers film <laughs> f-i-l-m um so that's my instagram and it has uh my photography i i i don't post too much puppetry stuff on there a little bit here and there but um but yeah it's 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 all there i'm very accessible and very connected so if you need to reach out to me i'm i'm there yeah yeah and the the last question but not the least like what like what puppetry makes you a different director? Like the fact that you do that art form makes you a different artist. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the art, art um, of the street, here, out of the street. <laughs> here, here in Hawaii, I, I think because so many people know that I make these movies with puppets in it, um, they know who I am in that sense where they see me, I'm, I'm introduced as, you know, he, he makes movies with puppets. I'm like, oh, so I guess I'm doing, I'm doing something right. You know, like I, uh, people know me as doing, being the puppet guy here in Hawaii. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I enjoy doing that. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, the, the reason why I, I make these films is to bring awareness to our, um, 
you know, our, our life here in Hawaii. And I use these puppets as tools to do that. Yeah, yeah so cool. Dana, I'm so happy to have your, your pulse on this and to have your instinct going and, and just tell us your advice. That was such a lovely time. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah, now it's time to, to push you out of the screen. But uh, yeah, Phil, yeah, we have Toy say that's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, let's push you. <laughs> thank again. you, Toy Box. Uh, <laughs> I have it. I have it. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for watching. That was a lovely interview, a lot of connection. It's so cool. So yeah, thank you to you too, Tina, to, for watching. And yes. Stay tuned. We have plenty of episodes coming in and we have a workshop on our Patreon. So if you haven't noted, it's right there and it's the address. We have a workshop actually about manipulation, how to, to handle your puppet for film, television, commercial, all of this stuff. It will be with Connor Asher on Sunday at two East time. So uh, Eastern time. So feel free to join us. You just have a look on the Patreon and you will be in our big Zoom room and we will just do puppetry all together. So it will be awesome. So it's this weekend, but we have plenty of other stuff coming around. So let's just connect and share this passion for puppetry. Everyone have a wonderful evening and let's stay safe to promote the puppetry passion. Good night. Mm -hmm.